Hey team, welcome back to the podcast of three guys whose opinion nobody asked for. On this week's episode, we've run out of ideas, so we're just going to play Joe's game again. We've got a lot of movies, uh, well, a bit of movies to review, and uh, we got uh, a new game on the horizon that I'm looking forward to. My name's Matt. And I'm Jordan. And thanks for tuning in. Joe's here, we swear. Hey guys, how you doing? Hey, not bad. Yeah, yeah. not bad. Mm-hmm. And it's you know how, how your, been a good week. Yeah, yeah. How was your week, Joe? That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. You ran awesome. a game. Yeah, we got to play some D and D. We got to play some D and D. Yeah, everybody Every, showed up. Everyone was there. Man, it's so rare that we get everybody there. So thanks everybody who joined. I'm sure one of you listens. Maybe. Um, no, nah, I don't think anybody that we know us. <laughs> oh, okay. Actually, you know, to test testament that uh, our friends don't really go out of their way to uh, listen to the podcast. The the listeners that we do have, or you know, people that are actual listeners that have found us, natural actually give a shit. Yeah. yeah, which is great. It's great to hear. And uh, yeah. the, all of you have tuned in. Thank you so much for coming. Hope to provide you a good one. Um, this week's episode, we uh we didn't really have a lot, and we actually didn't um think of a question too much. Uh, so we went. You know, it's been a while. Why don't we do Joe's game? By the way, my week was great too. <laughs> well, so was mine. And so was yours. I hope we I only talked about Joe's week. <laughs> yeah, we didn't really talk about your week. I apologize about that, Jordan. It's okay. Uh, well, before we do Joe's game, Jordan, how was your? Matt's week? in a hurry. Uh, so I'm not actually, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, I just, uh, my week was good. I finished playing a game that I'm going to talk about later on near, near oh, yeah. again. Nice. Um, I did not watch watch this week's Bad Batch, but I know you guys did, so that'll be a fun review for me, for sure. And uh, because you were watching, you were playing near Replicant, probably. I was playing near Replicant, yeah. And uh, yeah, that's about it. How about you? How's how's your week been? Ah, uh, it's been good. Um, it's pretty uh pretty not eventful, but like you know, uh, I got a lot of uh, busy. D- yeah, busy. I got a lot of stuff done on the chore list, so that's yeah. always good to get those checked off of there. Um. So, but yeah, other than that, been uh, been nice. Been it's been getting warmer, so a lot of naps been taken. Fair enough. All <laughs> right, so tell us about what we're doing. Uh, so we're doing Joe's game tonight. All right. At a Joe's game, uh, Joe likes uh, Joe invented this game where we do a movie mashup where uh, one person's in the hot seat and two other people uh, think the of executives. movies. Yeah, the executives. They think of movies. They say, "Hey, this movie. You know, it's like this is the movie I'm going to tell you." to uh, work with and then the other person gives another movie this is the this is another movie i want you to work with and then you gotta like you know one person says first contact one person says blazing saddles Mm -hmm. and then if matt's in the hot seat we get blazing contact yeah you get blazing contact (laughs) you know we talk about we talk about how that happens you know uh but in uh in uh this week uh who do you want to wants to go first yeah who wants to go first any volunteers awesome i go first then all right (laughs) Fantastic, Jordan. Uh, Joe, did you want to add anything? It's your game. Is you, any notes or anything else to that? Any addendums to my explanation? Um, no. The winner is determined by us choosing at the end, and that's that's pretty much it. That's yeah. pretty much it. And, and you by nothing. you, the listeners. 
<laughs> yeah, if you the listeners have an opinion on which one should have won or whatever, let us know and we'll absolutely. Talk about it. <laughs> so. Absolutely. All right. Okay. Oh, so uh George's in the hot seat first. Yep, uh, Joe, and I will you want... tell you. Mm-hmm. I will tell you guys if you have already given me a certain movie. Okay. So Joe, you want to uh do you got a movie on deck? Uh let's see. Jordan, have you seen probably the the iRobot movie? iRobot? Yes, absolutely. I have. Okay, that's my choice. Okay. iRobot. Great. See the movie I was thinking of, I don't think that I mean that would go too well with so that it like it doesn't hardly change either. Hmm. Well, hmm. You got a second you got a backup? It's okay if it mashes well together, too, while Matt's thinking. The Emperor's uh, New Groove. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh, <laughs> neither of those have been chosen. <laughs> I was oh. going to say 2001 A Space Odyssey. Ah, uh, yeah, that one would have been... Yeah. It wouldn't have been too hard to put those together. No, that would have been super easy. Sorry. <laughs> well, I'm going to go think about this monstrosity of a movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hooray, I'll I'm a robot back. again. <laughs> I'll be right back. All right. Well, good luck, sir. All right. Well, that was yeah. I swinging for the fences this time. I don't expect any uh, any um, him to play softball with me when I come around here. Are we rusty and haven't played this game in a while? Who cares? Yeah, right. <laughs> Did we talk about playing this game five minutes before we started playing? Before we started it? Yes. <laughs> no one had time to think. That's okay. Okay, I think I've got it. Okay, that wasn't quite very long. Excellent. Um, we, almost had to, we almost had to talk about stuff. Almost. Uh, I actually wasn't listening because I actually had to mute you guys to think about this one. <laughs> so, um, okay, this movie is called I Groove. Um, okay. I Groove. I Groove. And yeah. um, it, it's that or the robot's new groove, but I think I Groove is better. More marketable. Sure, sure, so, sure. Okay. Uh, it it, be- it basically begins with the world of like uh, Couscous the Emperor and and kind of that old you know the the um, God, I don't even know what style like what culture they were kind of emulating what culture were they emulating uh, um, Incan maybe I'm Inc- not sure was it, yeah was it like Incan or something think, like yeah that? I think Mayan. it was Incan yeah okay well, so you know but they're in that culture and he's he's the emperor and um, oh God what's her face. Uh, uh, what is the bad guy's name? God damn it. I gotta go look it up. Anyway, uh, she is uh, trying to essentially stop him from being emperor and so she can become the emperor because, you know, she's the advisor. It's, it is it is that that storyline. It's like, what is her name? It's like Glenda. You don't want to say, it's not Glenda, but there's Kronk. You remember Kronk, but you don't ever remember what's her yeah, name. What's you don't remember what's her name. Uh, it's uh, Yzma. Yzma. Yzma, that's right. Y- yeah, Yzma. Um, it's between her teeth. <laughs> it's between her teeth. Anyway, so um, as it happens, uh, instead of uh, instead of just turning him into a llama and trying to kill him, uh, she ends up turning him into a llama, but then summoning robots from the future to help her take over the kingdom in a much wider kind of uh, uh, takeover plan. And rather than just being like, "Oh, the emperor's dead, and I'm I'm taking his place now," so. Okay, left turn, yeah. Yeah, left turn. And, um, you know, these robots are all like, you, you know, gonna subdue humanity, but in a way that kind of re- obeys the three laws still. 
and um, and she's really annoyed by that. By the way, like Kronk is like, "Oh, that's great. We don't have to kill anybody. That's that's really great." And Yzma's like, oh, "Damn it! I wanted to, you know, kind of have people die." So, um, proof of point. And uh, but when she brings those robots through from the future, Will Smith also comes with them, and he's immediately nice. obviously suspicious as fuck. Like his character is suspicious as fuck. You know, he's the same character from iRobot, and. Um, he finds David Spade's like Cusco character as the llama, and they team up essentially together to fight the robots to get the robots back so that they can be reprogrammed safely and retired, and to save uh, uh, his kingdom as well and basically stop Yzma. The thing is, though, that uh, while Will Smith expects everything to kind of smoothly fall into place, they get these cartoony twists that happen, and he's just getting tired of it all over the place. Like, he's just like, I don't... Like, how did they get here before us? That doesn't... It doesn't make sense, like, at all. Like, and Kronk's like, yeah, that doesn't make sense at all. I don't know how we got here before you, but we just did, because it's part of the plot. And um, Everybody else moves forward, but not him. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, because, like, there's that mo- moment in the movie where, like, they beat uh, mm-hmm. Cusco and... Uh, yeah. John like, Gooden's character. Yeah. yeah, and how does that happen? By all accounts, it makes no sense. Um, and uh, eventually, one of the robots uh, turns out to be Sonny from iRobot. And he, he also joins them and helps them stop the robots, shut down the robots. And they, uh, for good measure, put Yzma into a robot body and then delete her. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Kronk becomes Kuzgo's new advisor. Um, Will, uh, yeah, Will Smith heads back with all the robots except for Sonny, who, who says, "I'm actually going to stay behind because all that awaits me there is, you know, deletion and deprogramming. So I'm going to stay in this world and and help them out." And you know, Will Smith, even though he doesn't trust robots, you know, has learned to like him and learned to come as come to think of him as a friend. And he's like, "All right, you can stay." You know, he this this guy this one's a good one. Take care of them all, and they kind of split ways. Kind of a multiverse thing, and. Uh, hey. It turns out that uh, they didn't actually, uh, right at the end, they didn't delete uh, Yzma, and she uh, wakes up in a robotic uh, kitten's body, and uh, the movie just kind of ends right there. Yeah, the movie just kind of ends right there, and you're like, oh, shit. And so it's called iGroove. Nice. I'm into That's it. That's what I got. That's what I, like I got. It. Who wants to go next? <laughs> well, I know you're winding up that punch for me, so I'll yes, take the I next. Am. I'll take the next swing. I know it's not going to be a light one. I would like <laughs> Joe to pick his movie first, though. Mm. Sure. Okay. All right. Uh, I think it's a movie. Yeah, it's a movie you've seen kind of recently. Let's go with. Uh, I don't think we've used it before. Mm-hmm. Star Trek Six. Uh, we've used Star Trek Five, but we've not five? Six. Okay. Not Undiscovered Country. Uh, okay, so Undiscovered Country. Give me the. You did see it pretty. You did see yeah. it recently, didn't you? Yeah, they. Yeah, they're fighting Klingons. Yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, geez, that's just gonna be weird for Matt. <laughs> um, office Space. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's getting a little weird. Getting, getting a little weird. weird. All right, I'll be back as soon as I can. You guys, actually, Joe, you actually talk. I'll be back. Okay. <laughs> this one's going to be interesting because, you know, and I, I feel like I might have actually thrown him a little bit of a softball on that one. I'm not going to lie. There was another movie that I was going to throw at him that I might throw at you, Joe. So Okay. So I can't say it. Uh, but that's going to be a, a little bit of a weird one to, to kind of come up with a 
a mashup for it. Because what, what what was the plot of Star Trek Six? Do you remember? Uh, very you know vaguely. Uh, it was like they were Klingons <laughs> and they were stopping them from assassinating things. I think or something like that. Honestly, I picked it because Matt was going to know it better than I did. <laughs> so. Fair. Uh, that's that's fair. It's going to be uh, fresher in his mind than my than me. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm going to look it up, actually, because everybody hears me typing. I think, I think Kirk goes to Klingon jail. I remember. I just covered country. Point. Overall plot. Plot. Here we go. Uh, yeah, so the practice... Oh, this... Yeah, the practice blows up, and then the Excelsior has to go and, like, uh, prove that they didn't blow up the Klingon moon. And, um, it's all okay, kind sorry. of set up. So, I, anyway, I, I'm sorry. I've been trying to, like... Yeah, okay. I, I just came back. I heard you guys talking about Praxis. That's pretty much what I was like. What was the other movie? With, uh, <laughs> Star Trek Six and Office Space. Okay, sorry, I got it now. Um, okay, all right, give me just another couple seconds. I'll be okay. right. Yeah, yeah, give me another second. Yeah, so I, it was a big, it was a big frame up movie um, for like uh, Kirk and gosh, who was it? Uh, McCoy, mm-hmm. McCoy. So, and then the Chancellor also died while they were trying to save them. Um, Because he was assassinated. And so they get framed for that shit, too, essentially. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, that sounds about right to me. Yeah, and and then they basically have to, like, escape, and they have to determine that they weren't really the assassins, and they weren't really responsible for anything. And Sulu on the Excelsior comes and helps them, too. That was the whole, like, turn her into the wave, you know? And it's like, oh, the ship's going to fly apart. Oh, fly her apart! Okay. (laughs) Sorry, go on. Okay, so, I've got it. Go for it. So, it's it's called Star Trek Office Space, because I I can't think of anything else. (laughs) Like, what is it, Star Trek Space? Star Trek Office? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, right. Space Trek. Yeah, no. Space Trek. Space uh, Trek. <laughs> space Trek. No, Star Trek Office Space. Star and Trek so, Office Space. So we start off, uh, Praxis explodes. Boosh, right? Oh, yep. And you see, you see the, uh, <clears throat> come in on the Federation Council, you know, the uh, Red Foreman as uh, the weird alien uh, president of, of um, the Federation's talking about how now is the time we got to work on Klingon relationships and yada, yada, yada. Mm. And you see all that. And then you go out, and then the uh, um, Enterprise goes out to meet with them, and that to rendezvous with the Gorkon battle cruiser, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, it plays out like like you would you would normally expect. And then like it kind of um, when the uh, when the anti- Enterprise you know appears to fighter torpedoes and whatnot, like you pull out, and then there's like you know you're like in like watching this on like a kind of a big monitor yeah like and like they're like oh man it kind of shuts off and then everybody's kind of sitting there with cups and a bunch of klingons sitting there with like mugs they're like ah it's a bullshit you know there's like they're cussing and klingon they're like oh the talks just oh like like cussing out and then they go to you know to sit down at their seats and then they're, you know, typing away at their, you know, at their whatever their consoles, and they're like bitching about their jobs and um, about how they hate having to. Uh, since Prasix exploded, they gotta like find all of the uh, the uh, the bullshit like uh, 
paperwork for everybody. Yes, reports they got to do. Yeah. Well, yeah, just all the paperwork and bullshit that for like people that own shit on Praxis, people that had insurance for shit that they owned over there. You know, just 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 all the crap about rebuilding a society when basically one of your major um, civil parts of civilization just exploded. Right. Right. Basically, you know, bit almost post snap situation, right? Mm-hmm. But Klingons are dealing with that, and it actually kind of does show a kind of more of a serious side on how they deal with that a little bit. But on top of that, they're just Klingons that just fucking hate doing that work. Like they just cannot stand office work in any way, shape, or form. It's just like they just begrudge it and abhor it in all ways. And so, sure. like you go, like they'll go and they'll go to the console, and you see Star Trek Six playing out on the console. Like, every once in a while when they go to check the news feeds on it, right? Sure, sure, sure. And then they'll just go back to, you know, and they go back to, like, hating the fucking printer. and so like, you know, <laughs> But the thing's built, like, specifically to, like, combat Klingon, like, anger and rage. It's so, like, it's got, like, spikes and, like, huge metal sheets on it, which also, like, jam up the paper. <laughs> like, it got jammed on a spike! Yeah! <laughs> like, kick it. Stovacore printers. Good luck destroying it. <laughs> yeah, right. And at some point, they get they get this idea that, like, they've had, they've, they've been doing all this stuff, what they could do is they can actually um since they're reallocating all of this land on uh Quonos, that um they can actually allocate themselves a huge chunk of land and actually put one of their family members on the council if they all get together and they do and you know they they you know they they uh punch it in on the in the computer in a specific way so that nobody figures it out right right and so they're going through and they're doing that and then they find out that like the uh the that Spock is uh, working with them uh, a lot better, and uh, they go through and they're like, "Oh, uh, all of their work is being handled by Vulcans now." Like because um, like it's the end of Star Trek Six: A Discover Country, and so now it's uh, um, they're still doing their their stuff. They're still reintegrating. Um, Star Trek Six is over, but like uh, now all of your uh, all of you guys' work is going to be, you know, double-checked by Vulcans to make sure that everything's on the up-and-up. And they're like, oh, fuck, oh, shit, oh, fuck. And so then they got to burn down the building that's doing this. And, right. then, uh, <laughs> and then go back to fighting because they burned the building down. And then that's how nice. it... Right. Movie pans out with them just ah, fighting the firefighters. <laughs> <laughs> because Klingons, Klingons want to fight. Right. <laughs> Widely accepted. Because they don't like, um, they don't like secretly burn the building down on accident, like they did in you know Office Space. They do it on purpose and start breaking <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's just like, well, only thing, one thing left to do: smash, burn. <laughs> I like it. I like Movie it. Over. All right, I like it. Star Trek Six Office Space. I mean, Star Trek Office Space. <laughs> it could be Star Trek Six Office Space. But... Um, all right. Uh, so Star Trek Office Space. Uh, sounds good to me. I guess it means that it's Joe's turn, huh? Joe's turn in the hot seat. Um, Jordan, uh, why don't you pick the movie? Uh, just trying to think. I don't believe I've given Joe this movie, Starship Troopers. Oh, all right. Matt, what do you got? The thing that I was having was so close. <laughs> what was it? Out of curiosity, Stargate, <laughs> like the movie. Uh, yeah, those those match up pretty well. Those match up too well. Um, all right, so let me go with something else. So Starship you, Troopers. Joe, you can't have nothing easy. <laughs> Starship Troopers, and no, we'll uh, we'll work on it. Starship Troopers and Wally. <laughs> uh, that was going to be my second. I, I thought about saying that instead. <laughs> So you I, know, it's still it was space. literally my backup movie for him. 
So, so it's still space, you know. Yeah. All right. So Starship Troopers and Wally. Okay. Wally. 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 All right. Uh, good. Good luck, Joe. All right. Uh, that was seriously my backup pick, though, because I was just like, oh, if Hilarious. Joe had been like, oh, I don't remember, I haven't seen Starship Troopers in a while, or you know, oh, I've never, off chance, never seen it. I was gonna be like, uh, okay, Wally, then. No, I mean, I, he's absolutely seen it. Um, uh, no, yeah. I was pretty sure, but I, I had, you know, you always gotta have a backup just in case, man. Absolutely. Just that, in case he throws a curveball. For sure. For sure. Yep. Absolutely. Or you're like me, you're just shooting off the cuff in the first place. Uh, Wally's gonna be an interesting one for sure. Yeah. How's he gonna take care of the the uh, what are they called? Those oh. aliens, the arachnids, or uh, the yeah, they're just the arachnids. It's like the arachnid planet, the arachnid asteroids that come. I out thought it was arachnid. Bug. They call no. them bugs. I thought it was arachnid, not arachnid. I, I thought it didn't arachnid. have an A. I thought it was just R A N arachnid. Um, let me check. Yeah, because that I, I didn't read the book, a, which is you know something to you know. A lot of people say that the book is you know not worth nothing, but plot. nope, they're arachnids. They are just known A-R- as arachnids, but yeah, <laughs> arachnids, and commonly referred to as bugs. Obviously. Oh yeah, so. yeah, yeah. The only good bugs are dead bugs, which is funny because they got like four legs. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, but they. Uh, <clears throat> so they're neither bugs nor arachnids. <laughs> Klandathu is the arachnids' home planet. Mm-hmm. So that's that's it. I remember that. Yep. Uh, man, I, I God, I want to know. How, I want to know what Joe's going to do with this. I'm actually a little excited about what Joe might do with this. Okay, I'll be asking. <laughs> <What? laughs> okay, oh, there he is. I think I got it. Okay, let's do it. All right. So, I don't really have a title for this movie. There. Um, maybe we'll go with Wally Troopers for now as a placeholder. I like it. All right. Uh, yeah, I like it actually. All right. So, uh, world starts off the same way, or the story starts off the same way that Wally did. All right. the humans left Earth, and they left the robots to uh, clean up. The mess. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead of, you know, while the humans were out uh, becoming sort of fat space people on hover chairs, they also uh, became the Starship Troopers government while okay. they were away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, being the Starship Troopers government, uh, they get into a fight with the, uh, the bugs from. Klandathu, uh, destroying one of the human ships. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they gotta go try and fight the bugs, but they're all a bunch of humans in hover chairs. Nice. Because right, they've been out there for a while. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> but luckily, uh, a scrappy robot from the ruins of Earth comes and uh, gets on their ship. And so... It's the the various droids and robots that they've made are trying to help them <laughs> comically fight the uh, the Klandathu bugs. <laughs> bing, bing, bing. Mm-hmm. So not as much gore in this movie, I'm sensing. No, no, just as much. Oh, okay. <laughs> maybe more. <laughs> maybe more. Okay, that's fair. Probably more. <laughs> There's a lot more to the people there. So, yep. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> For that initial invasion, oh, they God. are super confident that they'll they'll get those bugs. <laughs> oh man! And they gotta lose. Uh-huh. Oh man! And the bugs do not care for your hover chairs. 
No, they do not. <laughs> they do not care. All right. So, so how does it how does it go down? I mean, how does it end essentially? Mm-hmm. Um, bring us home. Joe hadn't gotten to that part yet. Apparently, <laughs> how does it end? <laughs> hmm. I I think it ends by uh, the uh, exciting. Yeah, Riveting. yeah. I'm, uh, I'm waiting. I didn't I didn't think about this. <laughs> it. <laughs> how, how does it end? It just ends. Yeah. <laughs> they make they grow pizza plants, and everyone's happy. The or did end. they get like? Did well, they get they, back to Earth and then start building up bases? Or? They uh, they're able to take they're able to take Klondathu like in the the Starship Troopers movie. Oh, and, okay. and Wally comes out there with an Earth plant inside him, and, and he plants it. And they're like, "Oh, hey, we can terraform this world." And this is our kill fuck you bugs. bugs. This is our planet now. <laughs> fuck you bugs. <laughs> All right, that's wait. Right. Are we the invading evil invading robots and <laughs> yes, aliens in this situation? The, yep, <laughs> we are the invading robots in this situation. <laughs> Nice. I like I'm it. Do it. Yep, it's good. And what was it called? The, the working title was Wally Troopers. Yeah. All right. Wall- like uh, Wally's Troopers. Yep. Yep. That's that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wally's Troopers. All right. Uh, so Wally's next. <laughs> we have Star Trek. Uh, Star Trek <laughs> Off Space. We have Wally's Troopers, and we have I Groove. What do we all think? <laughs> Matt, I, I liked mine. <laughs> like, I did I, like yours. I like yours pretty well. I think mine was a pretty clever way of, of mixing the two. Um, Joe's was pretty solid. I was pretty surprised about uh, about how good those met, blended. <laughs> yeah, actually, I kind of like Joe's m- the mm-hmm. most. Mm-hmm. I'd have to say. I think it'd be fair to say Joe won. Yeah, Joe, you won. Okay, you have been awarded the movie deal, sir. So, all right, that's a good game. Mm-hmm. Anybody else uh, care to chime in? Feel free to give us a shout out on Twitter or on our email. Indeed. Deets at the end. That was fun. Thanks, guys. Yeah. 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 Shall we move on to news then? Yeah, let's uh, dive into news. We don't have a lot this week, but uh, we do have a fair amount. So uh, let's see. Starting up, uh, there was a uh, Disney dropped the Marvel Eternals trailer. Indeed. Did you guys watch that? Did. I did. Um... Joe? I believe so yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know too terribly. Okay. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't know too terribly much about the Eternals. I had to look them up a little bit. Yep. And they seem a little bit of bullshit. Like they don't interfere in jack shit essentially until they have to. Yeah. Like. Yeah. But like, my question is, what happens in this movie that's bigger than Thanos? That's sna- <laughs> snapping away half the fucking universe. Uh, Mega Thanos. Like yeah, right. Like I don't know, but like I know there's bigger, badder enemies than Thanos in comic book lore, but well, it just. Mm-hmm. It just it, it so far like I I do want to see the movie and I do mm-hmm. enjoy what I'm seeing and all the little Easter eggs and stuff. My brain just keeps going back to where were you guys during Thanos? Well, so. Angelina Jolie's character is his cousin, so she might have conflicts of interest in that regard. So maybe, yeah. Um, and he might have specifically snapped all of them away while they were gone, right? Like sure, okay. Sure. It, like he might have, because I mean, he knows about them. He is half eternal himself, effectively. So, right. um, he could have just been like, "Well, they're not going to be good for this, <laughs> <laughs> for, for you know me moving forward," because you know they have all of those powers, right? So, snap but them that... all away; they'll all be gone. 
you know. But, you know, why wouldn't they get involved when you came to Earth looking for the stones or, like, they knew? I, I don't know. It, it might not have noticed. Weird to yeah. Me. yeah, they might not have I'm noticed. Sh- and I'm sure, they'll, I'm sure the movie will actually explain it. Mm-hmm. For sure. Absolutely. Because, I mean, here's the thing. Here's the other thing. is like um, having, you know, then spent millions of years not interfering per your mandate. Like, you probably get a sense of, like, not paying attention. Right? Sure. Mm-hmm. You, you you probably spend a little bit of time just focusing on stuff that you can pay attention to, in fact. Right? Like, the stuff that you can't do. You know, just your day-to-day sure. shit. Right? And then the stuff, like, you're not allowed to touch. Like, be like, ah, if it's big, I'll hear about it. Yeah. And then suddenly your whole team's wiped away because of Snap. Right. And then you come back, and then you're like, well... Okay, that was a thing. Fuck me. All right, well, let's go find out what's going on. And so they come to Earth, hey, what's going on? Uh, yeah. It seems like the, the trailer actually makes it seem like they've been on Earth for a while. Mm. Well, that's good, because they should be. But I didn't. <laughs> I couldn't quite yeah. tell if they were off-planet or if they were coming. Well, the trailer makes it seem like they showed up, and they, they showed up, like, way back in, the, like, thousands of years, like, a, you know, th- beginning of humanity, and they were just kind of around during that. And they just didn't interfere and stay in the background, and now they're just living the life in or on Earth, essentially, and being like, "Yeah, just in, we interfered just enough to like make sure we're taken care of." So. That's, yeah, that's basically how it is. They they also you know leave Earth, and they're you know supposed to be able to leave and come back and things like that. So, um, right. so our Lord's father was supposed to be an Eternal, but in the movies they made him a uh, a planet, the Echo, Celestial, yeah, Celestial, which is cool. Um, you know, don't get me wrong; like the uh, the Living Planet was fun to see. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, like, I look forward to it. Uh, I just, I want to know more about questions that are probably going to get answered in the movie. So. Yeah, absolutely. You know, definitely. Because, I mean, even if they, if further trailers answered, and would you want to watch those trailers? Let's, let's watch the movie. I can't wait. Yeah. So. Really look forward to it. Joe, any thoughts? Uh, yeah, I'm curious about this movie. Fantastic. Awesome. <laughs> uh, in other... Marvel news. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the uh, the WandaVision head writer. Uh, his name is uh, Jack. I want to say yeah, Jack Schaefer. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, signed a three year overall exclusive television deal with Marvel Studios. So he's going to be helping develop television products for Disney Plus and Twentieth Century Twentieth uh, Television uh, on all platforms. So okay. that's kind of cool. Uh. Uh, I'm sorry, she, she. I should have said she. So, yep. um, my bad. And, sorry, Jack. Sorry. And uh, that's what I get for not reading the article very uh, close enough. So I apologize. Um, but uh, also did work on Black Widow, which is cool. Um, and honestly, everything I've seen so far has been awesome. So I look forward to it. Yeah, keep keep doing good work, and I'll be super happy to give you money for for doing so. Absolutely, mm-hmm. I love the WandaVision um, series. I mean, I mean, anybody can go back and in, into the to our episodes and and listen. Like they they were so amazing. They yeah. did such a good job. And yeah. I, you know, up until now, I didn't actually know who had written and helped write for WandaVision and all that. And uh, now that I know, I'm it makes me that much more excited mm-hmm. to see Black Widow. Mm-hmm, uh, absolutely. So you know, points points for her there. Uh, two more months. Sure. Black yep. Two more months. One more month. Well, yeah, yeah, that's right. I was like, "What time frame are you living in, sir?" Um, uh, that it's still March and it comes out in July, and you know, yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, it's like, like we're, last day of March. It's the last day of March. So. It's the last yeah, day of May. 
May, yeah. Matt, how dare you? How dare you trick me? You agreed with me, sir. Because <laughs> I both thought it M. Uh, anyway, anyway, that aside. One more month and some change. Then one we get more to one month. Widow. Yes. I can't wait. And then, and then, uh, and then more, yeah, we got to... And then whatever, yeah, whatever she's doing for the three-year deal for yeah. Disney Plus and 28th Television, so... Yeah, good for her. I'm excited, yeah. yeah. I'm excited to see uh, so when somebody produces good work that it just continues that they give them more deals and expands on it, you know? Absolutely. Like, one good season of something gives you three tries, right? Yes. Gives you three one, tries one, somewhere else. Yeah, one good season of something gives you more, more, yeah, like you said, more tries to do something awesome, uh, or even more awesome, or just as awesome, or you know, maybe the next thing you go, it's not so good, but whatever. But so far, so far, it's all good. Yeah, because for every golden egg you lay, you know, you're gonna you're gonna drop a fat potato sometimes, right? And that's just the way that it goes. And like, you can't fault creators for you know having one one bad thing, right? But uh, it's good that they're yeah that again she's getting m- multiple seasons of stuff and. Got a three year contract. That's awesome. I cannot wait to see that. Yeah. More in Marvel news though. Yeah, there's more in Marvel news. Go ahead. They uh more in Marvel news. They uh cast uh, they confirmed that they did cast Oscar Isaacs for Moon Knight. I don't know much about this, so you, you want to tell me what, what, what this is? Um Or do you not know much about it? I I I, I know enough about Moon Knight. Um I haven't been a huge follower of Moon Knight, which um, it's not to say that I'm not um, a fan of his because he's definitely a fun character. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, one definitely that's uh, uh, I don't know. I found it difficult to get into, but it's not like just just because of me. That was me. I I wasn't drawn to it, so I didn't get into it because it's a very noir character, right? Uh, Moon Knight is a um, has a very black and white suit. Um, it's white, but like he's always in the dark, so it's all like always pitch black and everything. Um, sure. Basically, he's basically Deadpool, um, except not funny. So he's Batman. Um, uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, a lot of people say he's like Batman, but like so, but like he's also like insane. <laughs> Like he's just—he's uh, okay. a, he, a nutcase. Uh, I mean, I mean, not like a nutcase, nutcase, but like he's—he's he's got. He has mental def- issues. Me- definitely psychotic mental issues. Um, okay. But like you know, he handles them, but he's not like Deadpool where it's funny. <laughs> he's you know. It's it's like if Bruce Wayne had them. Yeah, it's like if Bruce Wayne didn't have good therapy. Yeah. <laughs> Effectively, and I mean, and I think Moon Knight's like origins pretty similar to Batman's. I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna try to. Uh, bullshit my way through that um but i mean a lot of people when whenever you talk about moon knight he's like batman but different you know yeah uh but so i'm looking forward to it it's going to be uh definitely a uh you know more serious uh series than we've seen i think mm-hmm. recently but um it'd be nice to kind of dip and dip toes into serious again you know yeah joe do you know anything about moon knight out of curiosity uh i know nothing about moon knight except what matt so you know as much as me about moon knight then Okay, I was just curious. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, Oscar Isaacs does a really good job. Um, I did hear that. Uh, side note: there was a uh, somebody was uh, interviewing him, and they said that uh, he said that he would be totally down to play Luke, a young Luke Skywalker if uh, Sebastian Arca- Sand didn't do want to do it. <laughs> um, yes, <laughs> Sebastian Sand didn't want to do it, and uh, but they're. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. 
I'm just saying, Sebastian Stan, man, is... Sebastian Stan better do it, for sure, right? Yeah, right. But then, like, it, and then it's also Oscar Isaac. You can't be young. You look Skywalker. You're, you're Poe. Yeah, right. <laughs> but it's like, it's... Yeah, anyways. All Moving right. on. Well, uh, yeah. We got a trailer last night in Soho. I did watch this trailer. Mm-hmm. It looked interesting. It. It's Edgar Wright, so that's mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Edgar Wright, and that's what caught my eye. But... And then it's like timey wimey. Yeah, there's like some timey wimey. I think Matt Smith is in it too. I think I'm pretty sure I saw Matt Smith in, yeah, the, in that trailer it, somewhere. Right? And then um, that blonde gal. God, I should remember this actress's name. She's prolific enough at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, she's just, she's in everything. Like she's in the like that Queen's Gambit and all that. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Anna, mm-hmm. Anya, Anya Tyler-Joy, I believe, is her name? Yes. Anya Taylor-Joy. Yes, yeah. perfect. Um, yeah, and Matt Smith is in it. So, yeah, it's um, she's in it. And Anya Taylor-Joy, she's in everything. And she's great, don't get me wrong. Like, um, when I watched in New Mutants, which was a subpar movie, like, she was the by far the best part of it, right? Right. Um, so, I don't know. Um, can't go wrong with the director, can't go wrong with the casting, so I guess I'm going to give it a shot. Um, yeah, I wouldn't have thought this was something that I would have been into before, um, but let's do it. I'm, I'm for it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I would kind of have to... Joe, did you watch the trailer as well? I uh, missed that one. Sorry. Uh, that's okay. Uh, it, it, it's interesting. After, after we're done talking about this and after we're done recording, go watch it. It's, it's interesting. It's quite yeah. interesting. That well, so. sounds interesting. Yeah. yeah, that's why um, we posted it and wanted to talk about it on the podcast this week, Joe. That's all good. I mean, like, I, I find I the concept just... of traveling through time, uh, it, like, novel in, in and of itself, but the way that the movie seems to be doing it is very mysterious, and I really do like that. Mm-hmm. So. so we'll see. That That's uh, definitely interesting. Yep. Uh, moving on from that, did either of you get a chance to watch the trailer that I put? Uh, I, I I just posted it, so I, I would not no. be surprised if neither one of you watched it. I um, did manage to watch it. Oh, you did? Okay. Old. It's called Old. Mm-hmm. Um, it's from M Night Shyamalan, sure. which is what caught my eye on that. Okay. And um, it's the trailer. So as far as I can tell in the movie, the they you know there's the beach that this family goes to and they kind of find like things from the hotel they're staying at and old things and um it it seems they they find a body and then like the very next day it's decomposed as if it had been there for seven years and then after that in the trailer is it appears that their kids are starting to become teenagers and starting to age and like i don't know what the requirements are for you to become old or you to age up or whatever. But oh, okay. it seems that something on this beach is causing something on the beach, the water, somewhere in this area, is causing them to to age or time to pass for them somehow instantly. So but only some of them, not all of them. So I I don't know. It looks interesting enough for me to want to know more about it. What did yeah. you think, Joe? Uh, yeah, it looks like it could be could be good. It could be good. I mean, it's an M.I. Shyamalan movie, so you never know. You, you never know. But uh, All right. <laughs> uh, it could be good. It could have one of those really terrible twists at the end where you're like, God damn it. Say, so what do you think the twist is on this one? I have no idea. Uh, no rightful idea. I Again, it, but it seems to like it normally affects some people. and mm-hmm. it, They're not the first people there because there was like a bunch of cell phones and old glasses and clothes in the sand. Like, this has been happening for a while sure, to okay. people. 
So, okay. and they're trying to get out of there. They're trying to get away from it and trying to get away from like the the effect, but they're seemingly trapped somehow. It seems. So, um, uh, yeah, that's all I can glean from it from the from the trailer. But it it, it looks interesting enough for me to go. Mm, I want to know more about it. And, yeah. and maybe give it a shot. Sounds interesting. I'm gonna watch that when we get done here. Yeah, uh, Joe. What did you What did you think? Yeah, I might give it a shot. Yeah. Like I, you, I'm guessing you'd probably be like me and be like, I want to know a little more because it's M Night Shyamalan. But he has made some great like movies. He's would also you like made to know some more? not great movies? Yeah. Um, <laughs> would you like to know more? Uh, thank you, Starship Troopers. So, uh, uh, yeah, that's it for that though. So, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm gonna t- totally watch yeah, it. Check- Check out the trailer after afterwards. So Matt, sure. Matt Matt has to check out the old trailer, and Joe has to te- check out the Last Night in Soho trailer. So one was posted moments before we started. One was, one posted, was posted days. Yeah, <laughs> old was posted literally moments before we started because I had just seen it. So, um. Anyways, uh, um, next up, uh, I posted uh, game gameplay footage, the first gameplay footage of Horizon Forbidden West. Did you guys? Yeah, take a look? Uh, well, it was 19 minutes long, so I didn't watch the whole thing, but I did um, jump around through it to look at some of the gameplay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved, um, you know, Horizon Dawn uh, mm-hmm. Zero, uh, or Zero, Horizon Zero Dawn. Zero Dawn. Sorry, thank you. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I love that game, so this one looks, ju- you know, crisp and clean and, and fantastic, and I want to mm-hmm. play it. I want to well, play it. I like the concept of the uh, pirates that uh, have uh, tamed, that tamed the, uh, the machines. Yeah. Yes, you do. Um, so that's pretty. That's pretty neat. I was. I had always wondered that in the first game. I was like, why can't you just like ride one of these? Like, ride them and tame them and stuff. Yeah. Right. Um. But uh. So yeah, it looks looks gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. It looks just looks amazing. Um. I'm looking forward to it. Look, it just looks like more of the first one, which I mean, can't go wrong, and- right? Yeah, and they're gonna. I hope they just dive much even more into the lore of the machines and the world before and all of that. Mm-hmm. So, absolutely. And I haven't even gotten into that. I've only played like the first like uh, you know, you, just a few hours of that of Zero Dawn. So treat, my friend. Yeah, I'm trying. I should. I shouldn't be playing the uh, the Mass Effect uh, re um, the reboot. Re- yeah, remakes or whatever. Joe, did you ever, did, did you play the uh, Horizon Zero Dawn? Yes. Game? Yeah. I uh, beat the main story. I don't think I finished the DLC for it though. Gotcha. But main gotcha. story was great. In the yeah, in the main story in the first game, like everybody was just afraid of the machines. They just didn't want to approach them, even if they were mm-hmm. harmless. They were just like leave them to their own shit. They're you know whatever. And this one, I, yeah, it's mm-hmm. it was really funny because cool. like I remember being like. Um, uh, like going through like beginning, just going through the beginning part of that. Right? They're like, they're like, oh, avoid them at all costs. I was like, why? <laughs> I'm like, I can kill this one, <laughs> right? Like, and like some of them are deadly, but some yeah. of them are not. Yeah, it's like mm, some of them are we have to... quite a battle. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, like that big one they send you off at like the first mission. Yep. Yeah. But you know, whatever. It's it seems like a fun game. I can't wait for I can't wait for this one. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Definitely gonna pick it up. Awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna. And then we'll I review. Need to, it. I need to pick up a PS5 and an Xbox Series X at some point, um, and then I will probably pick it up as well. So. Mm-hmm. For sure. <clears throat> That's just me, though. All right. And lastly, uh, 
something that I didn't even know they were doing until I saw that the CW announced this. Excuse mm-hmm. me, I have hiccups. Um, apparently, they're making a live-action Powerpuff Girls uh, series. And yes. they made the pilot, and or they shot a lot of the pilot, and now they're reshooting it. Um, not sure why. But I'm guessing there's problems of some sort. But the Probably bigger takeaway for me, if somebody saw it and were like, "This is this is garbage. Do it again." Yeah. <laughs> the bigger takeaway for me is that they're doing a Powerpuff Girls live action. Yeah, and I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> I don't ever think that they could possibly capture the. They can't capture the cartoon, man. Not they can't capture the fire that was the original cartoon. So why try? Just like go watch the original cartoon. It's so good. Like it's timeless too. Like what? Like how's that getting old? It's a cartoon. Come on, right? I don't know. Like, yeah, original Powerpuff Girls is great. You know, it has all the adult humor that it needs. It's got all of the you know. Oh okay. Um, go on. I'm sorry. No, I was just saying it's uh you don't you don't need to be remaking it. Um, I. They're not. Hmm. It's not a remake. It's them when they grew after they've grown up and after they're basically done. The after all of their like so basically the series yeah. the cartoon series happened and th- th- this is them afterwards. So I... like, uh, apparent like in some of the script here it's just like uh, they've killed Mojo already. They've killed Mojo Jojo, uh, Mojo Jojo, and like they've taken care of a bunch of things and they're not really the Powerpuff Girls anymore. Um, is is Satan still coming after him? No idea. That's what I don't know. The script ex- ex- excerpts that I can see are awful. So I have yeah. absolutely every idea on why they are reshooting this. Yeah. So I start again. Yeah. But if but, you give if you give me a live action uh, him on screen, <laughs> like like costume perfect, I'll I'll be happy. I right. think I might yeah, be happy no. with that for a bit. Um, at least enough to give it a shot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll I give it a shot just because I'm curious. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I, I I don't in any way, shape, or form just think that'll anywhere it'd be anywhere near as good as the OG Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. So, uh, we'll we'll see. I guess I don't know, Joe. Do you have any feelings or thoughts on this? Uh, not particularly. Uh, yeah. The cartoon was great, and uh. Mm-hmm. We'll see what they do. See what they do. <laughs> okay. Uh, what's that? Uh, okay. So, so, uh, side note. What's yes. that? Uh, that chick from um, Resident Evil, the new one that everybody's all obsessed about. The like the ten foot tall like vampire. Oh, Lady Dimitri or D- yeah, uh, yeah. What about her? Miss Miss Bellum was the OG one of those. <laughs> uh. Was was that chick's OG? Like. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. How tall? How big was she? Uh, her head was always off screen. Yeah, but that that doesn't. I, but like, I, I, I didn't think Miss Bellum's actually that tall. But it mis- it's oh, just okay. same same concept. It's just like all it was is just like this massively tall woman. You can't even see her head, and it's just like. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. All right. Same. Uh, same energy. <laughs> I wonder if they'll have her there, or or show her. You know, character sort of. Yeah, that's gonna be weird. Miss Bellum's character would be weird in it, in it because yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see what they do with it. We'll see what they do with it. And obviously, they didn't like the first thing, so they're reshooting it. So maybe they're fixing things. And if, mm-hmm. from what I saw from that first uh, first pilot script, they need to fix things. So, yep. no <laughs> doubt. Yeah. Uh, 
but that's it for the news, I think. Yeah, that's it. That wraps us up on news. Awesome. Uh, for this week. Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, thank you for helping me uh, scour the internet and to uh, find articles that we can then just read out loud on our podcast and contri- say that it's our content. Um, next up, we're going to do a couple of reviews. Yeah, and they're both spoiler reviews, so if you okay. don't really like spoilers for either Near Replicant or Bad Batch, um, this is your time to duck out and come back at the end or just duck out, either way. Mm-hmm. So... Yep, and so uh, we're gonna spoil. We're gonna do a spoilers on Nar Replicant first. Uh, near, gonna, near Replicant. Uh, yeah, so I thought I said, but I might have oh. had a mouth hiccup. Um, anyways, okay. <laughs> so uh, yeah, well, spoils for Near Replicant in three, two, one, go. So How what? How was it? Good. It was Bad. good. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, very good game. Um, it's a remaster of a game that came out, I think, in twenty ten or twenty eleven. Um, somewhere around there, and uh, it's the remaster of the Japanese version, which was called Near Replicant because in America we got Near Gestalt um, originally. Okay. okay. So it's a fantastic game. It's a prequel to Near uh, Automata and a um, sequel of sorts to the Dragon Guard series. Okay. Um, but it, with it's a game that you have to re- replay more than once to get all the endings. Because, uh, you know, you, you play it once and you're like, cool. And then you, if, when you play it through the second time, you start at a certain point in the game and then you get a lot more backstory and, you know, a lot of other characters' things and some of the true... Like, in the first part, in the first run through the game, you're killing these things called Shades that are trying to, you know, kill everybody and, like, they're just deadly and you're trying to keep them out of the village and you're trying to keep the world safe from them and help keep the world safe from them while trying to find the cure to your sister's disease. In the second run through the game, you start finding out that these shades are actually what's left of humanity. Um, they're, they're people. They're people's like souls or they're what people turned into. And you're, you're basically murdering people um, every time you kill one of these things. So, and they're sentient and they can talk to each other, but they can't really communicate with anything that's not them, that's not a shade. Um, or, you know, s- sometimes a robot or whatever, but not not like the replicants that are running around the world. And the long story short of this game is that humanity died out back in, like, 2050s, then, like, the 2050s or whatever. Sure. And um, the of this disease that kind of turns everybody into this shade thing. And before everybody died out, they made uh, these robots called replicants. And they were like, okay, you you guys go and figure out how to reverse this and how to fix humanity. And they have spent thousand, uh, you know, a couple thousand years trying to figure this out. Because it's like, we're in the year like 3,600 or something like that now. And um, they've been trying to figure it out and trying to figure it out. And they kind of keep running through these scenarios. And uh, they, they get to this answer uh and they go and the two robots go okay um the two ones that are researching in your village go great we figured this out uh so what you need to do is your body is actually meant for this the the, this main guy and once he's fixed we know how to fix it and then we can bring all of humanity back and put them in the robot bodies that um are walking around the village now and the problem is that the replicants have gained sentience and they just think that's why they think the shades are the bad guys that's why they think that they're people. And you care more about your sister's well-being than restoring humanity. So you kill off 
the the shade that would have kind of answered the questions and given them the cure. And because those two robots, po- uh, Popola and Devola, that ran the village, failed to stop you, they get blamed forever for humanity's extinction. And um, so they like all get reprogrammed in Near Automata. By the time Near Automata rolls around, which is like the year eight thousand, um, they're all programmed to feel guilt about letting humanity die because they couldn't stop the hero of this game. Wow. So, yeah, it's uh, and none of the quests, none of the side quests, like anything that involves a person, usually ends really poorly or with somebody dying. Um, it's so it's an interesting game. It's very much a Yoko Taro game, and I love it. That's not an insult. Um, but uh, it was a fantastic game. I loved it. I played it uh, like five times through to get all the endings, and mm-hmm. it was it was fantastic. Nice. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, How long yeah. is it? You played it five times through. Um. Well, the first time I played through, it was about thirty hours because I spent my spent time doing every side quest and getting a hundred percent of the game done. Because it makes all the subsequent playthroughs easy. You don't have to care because all the quests that you did in the first playthrough are already done. Sure. All the side quests, so you don't have to do those again or anything like that. If you didn't complete a side quest in a previous run, it, it's available in the second run and the third run and so on. But yeah. um, you have to complete the game one hundred percent to. Uh, get all the endings, mm-hmm. and so thirty hours for the first playthrough, and then I think the subs- uh, subsequent playthroughs were like five hours each, maybe if if that, because you can just run through them once you once you've done everything, you could just run through the story, mm-hmm. and, nice. and just get the story. So mm-hmm. yeah, so it's 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 a lot of fun. It's a lot of a lot of fun, and it starts you off like halfway through the game already. Awesome. Um, on the subs uh, on the uh, follow up playthroughs. Unless the beginning, but unless the be- is the beginning part of the game monotonous. No, the beginning part of the game is basically you have to do everything that you can get done in the beginning part of the game, the first run through, or you'll never be able to one hundred percent the game. <laughs> you'll have to start over. Mm-hmm. So it's not monotonous. It's just, but it is uh, integral to the game. But there's a time skip in the middle of the game, and once you pass that point of time skip, you can never go back. Okay. So it's like okay. five year time skip or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, but it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, I honestly uh, would give it... Um, uh, uh, I would give it a 5 out of 5, just because everybody should... Like, this game is fantastic. Uh, mm-hmm. If if you know... If you even like RPGs in the slightest, play this game. Okay. The only thing... The only thing I could say it suffers from is... It's a game from twenty, you know, the twenty tens, kind of early there, and so it has a lot of those pointless grind fetch quests. But the um, remaster kind of made them easier. So mm-hmm. that's awesome. Yeah, that's right, it. Good that's my review. Yeah. Might pick it up. Yeah, it's good. Trust me. Nice. Thank you, Jordan. Appreciate Absolutely. that review. And now, and now, next up, we'll uh, we have a review of this week's Bad Batch episode, which I. Which I did not see, as I previously mentioned, but I'm mm-hmm. going to listen in and just kind of put in my two cents wherever I can. Sure. Well, um, you know, I mean, these episodes aren't long. Uh, this episode, there was a lot of fun action because on this ep- this week's episode, uh, they had to, um, they were hired um, to go get a baby. All right. And they said, okay, we got to go steal a baby from, from, from these baby traffickers. Rescue a baby. Rescue <laughs> a baby. <laughs> From these rescue from these baby slavers, who stole it from this uh, from this great 
from this person who saw who who needs this done, you know, mm. on from this other planet. And then, uh, God, what was his name? What wrecker hunter? No, um, no, not the uh, not the bad batch. Anyways, um, so like they go out, so the 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 batch talk to that guy who gives them that job. So they go out and they um find out that the the baby that they have to save is uh, a rancor baby. It's just tearing up this town and just just wrecking everybody who tries to think that they can hold it down. Yeah, and uh, and they have to you know use their brains. You know, Tech uses his smarts to help uh, help figure out what the Rancor was doing. You know, or what's going on with it. You know, and then like it's his behavior and uh, and Wrecker was helping uh, physically subdue the Rancor baby, <laughs> like uh, like while they were doing that. Um, so it was a lot of fun. You get to see uh, uh, Omega like kind of disobeying and getting into trouble. Mm-hmm. I don't really As, remember. Uh, basically, I don't know. Always. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, um, Omega never listens. Well, this yeah. time, to be fair, she was listening, and they mm-hmm. the batch got captured, and she was on the ship waiting like she was supposed to. But then when they came and inspected the ship, she slipped out and started doing whatever. So it wasn't. You know, That's true. I gotcha. okay. That's true. She Entirely. did slip out bad <laughs> that's a good point okay. that's a good point she did slip out while she was on the ship and they came after um i forgot about that thank you joe um but yeah and then she went and you know she was able to help free him and she's she it was she did this kind of cute thing they had this little doll that's like this clone doll right mm-hmm. and I, and, I, and they all like they were like oh yeah you know um Oh, the clones, like, they start off in, like, this bland, plain clone armor, right? And then, like, you get to make adjustments, and you can, you know, add style to it and do whatever you want or whatever. Individualize right? it, yeah. Yeah, and so she started, like, coloring on her little doll thing. Oh. And so it was pretty, yeah, so, and she's, like, holding it and looking at it and stuff, so it's she's just, just kind of dreaming of, you know, becoming um, one of the team, you know, effectively. Sure. So she goes and lets, re- she goes and lets wreck her out, and you know, and then they uh, make a plan to uh, let everybody out, and then they let the Rancor just wail on everybody. And then they bring the Rancor back to collect money, and like like Omega's like riding the fucking thing down the street, and uh, and then turns out it's Jabba's number one man come to pick it up. You know, it was their Rancor baby, and they someone had stole it from Jabba the Hut, mm, okay. <laughs> and they were not happy about it. Gotcha. And so they pay, so the bad batch got a lot of money so they have more to uh funds to be able to go and chase down um hunter and uh, not hunter uh omega um, um omega uh um, oh, the rank uh the rancor no the uh their their friend the sniper who's crosshair crosshair that's right so they yeah so they they talked about crosshair a little bit in this episode you know it's like it's oh, still that's cool He's still on their mind. They they are not, you know, they're not well, happy no. because they're not a full team. Yeah, because I mean, he was a pretty integral part of their team. He, you know, they and he they thought of him as a brother, like mm-hmm. most clones do. But I mean, even yeah. more so because he was one of them. He was one of the yeah. ninety nine. Yeah, it's just one of those. It's just yeah, Clone Force ninety nine. Yeah, and he was yeah. like, fr- he was original Bad Batch, not like Echo. No offense to Echo, but like yeah, they yeah. they do kind of seem to shit on Echo a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've noticed that actually, so I'm you know noticing that in this too would be quite interesting. Yeah, more or less, more in kind of a joking way. It seems like though, like nobody like selling Echo as a droid, right? Yeah. Like, but it's just that kind of thing. But um, 
I don't know. I think uh, I don't think they were shitting on Echo too much. I think it's a good episode. Um, it was th- definitely fun. Like, oh hey, it's Jabba's, you know, um, Rancor. You know, like this is Rancor we have history with. And it's like it's funny because like you get it's like there's this whole like thing where like you get um, they they tame it and it's like oh he's so nice and they're like playing with it and it's just such this cute little thing and I'm like Luke murders that later. <laughs> yeah, don't get too attached that to it. He's really sad about it too. The <laughs> handler. Like, yeah. He was, but he and he's not in this group picking him up. So that's it. So that's interesting to note because that's kind of like a more human esque handler with like that weird hat, and he was like fat and sweaty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like that was it. He was a fat, sweaty alien. That's what it was back back in the seventies. Being fat was so rare. It was an alien. <laughs> it was an alien. No, actually, apparently, according to most of the books, he was just a guy. He was a human. He was just a big fat human. Yep, yeah, he just worked for Jabba, and he liked that rancor. Yep, and it was his baby. And he was sad about it. There was a whole mm-hmm. Star Wars short story in a in a series of short stories in a book about that Rancor and that guy. I actually read that one. Yeah, it's pretty good. Like he let that he let the Rancor like run free at night, and like the Rancor actually listened to him, and he was gonna like smuggle it out. And then like the day before he was gonna yeah. smuggle it out is when Luke killed it. His plan <laughs> to smuggle it out was was just this is the funniest. It was just like that's just so tragic. <laughs> Thank it, you. It really was that. tragic. It's like, yeah, just one day till retirement. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's true. Because it still wasn't cool. even a full-grown Rancor. Yeah. When, it was mur- when uh, Luke killed it. Like, it still had, like, another, like, 40, 50 years of growth, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's trying to get it out of there so it can grow full grow- full, st- full size. Indeed. Which are about, um, they, they attributed about the size of an AT-AT, right? E- they can get that tall, yes. I mean, not like length, clearly, but like no, no, but they can get that big because I but you I, fight yeah. one in uh, Force Unleashed or Force Unleashed two, one of those two. You fight that's one right. of those giant that's right, rancors. yeah, a massive one, yeah, nice. But yeah, yeah it was a good no, one. I, I I enjoyed it. I definitely say uh, I would say watch it. Uh, sure. I'm, I'm I'm of course going to watch it. So. Yeah, uh, but it. and that gets us about halfway through the season, I think. Um, so I'm looking at ha- uh, I'm looking forward to the the uh, down half here. See uh, if they. Uh, because they gotta be, I imagine they gotta be giving us some more serious episodes here. They've been kind of, you know, sprinkling a little bit of Tarkin seriousness here in the background, right? Sure. So, well, they're gonna have to go get Crosshair soon too. So I think that's probably when it's gonna come to a head. We'll see what's going on. Probably. And how um, the I bad hope that you're gonna live. Yeah. I honestly hope that they have more than one season worth of this story. I mean, they keep this going for a while. Yeah. I don't care like, if they stretch it out, and it's just look what's going on. Look what's yeah, going even- on in this world. Yeah, even if it's just like in the you know in the outer rim planets that don't have a lot of uh, that don't see a lot of um, empire rule, right? Like right. you have the Tatooines of the world, but that aren't fucking Tatooine where every Jedi goes to. Yeah, because turns out if you go to another planet, the Jedi just don't find you. <laughs> they <laughs> yeah, never go there. They only go to Tatooine. <laughs> yes, just don't go to Tatooine. That or Naboo. That's those your option. <laughs> For some reason. <laughs> yeah, if you go to anywhere else like Dagobah, nobody will ever know you exist. Yep, nope. <laughs> so. Yoda knew it. He's like, yep, just go to some piss water planet nobody cares about. Hunker down, no one bother you at Obi-Wan, all. Obi-Wan, you will go to Tatooine. What? I know about Tatooine. That's a bad planet for me to go to. That's the first place they'll look. <laughs> go there. That's the first place they'll look. It's That's the first actually... place they'll look, but it's not the first place Vader will look. He hates sand. Yeah, so. he... <laughs> That was the thing, is he never, 
ever wanted to fucking go back to that planet. Yeah, he never wanted to see that planet again. And that's again why it was the life. safest for Luke. <laughs> kind of surprised he didn't Death Star that planet, but... <laughs> kind of surprised that wasn't the first planet they tried. <laughs> like, yeah, right? Like, does oh, this let's... work? Go to Tatooine. I like to think go, that yeah, Vader, Vader keeps a personal journal and he's got a page that's lists of reasons to <laughs> destroy Tatooine. <laughs> and uh, just and think the, of how uh, he convinced the Emperor to let him do it. <laughs> the funny thing is, in the series of the in in the uh, series of the original trilogy movies, by the third movie, his that list has probably gotten longer. Yeah. <laughs> So. I mean, his sand is written all over it and just, like, carved into the wall. Just fucking sand! Right. <laughs> just hate oh. sand. So I will definitely go watch that episode, though. Excellent. Excellent. As should anyone who didn't watch the episode, and if you didn't watch the episode, why are we listening to this spoiler-free? Why are we listening to the spoiler review? But if we're you... more entertaining somehow. Yeah. I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> but, and if you did hit that button, I appreciate you guys. Thanks for coming out and uh, talking with me, guys. Always, oh, yeah. always, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's always good times. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, and yeah, and again, anybody who listened to us, appreciate you guys. Um, get at us, talk to us. Uh, we do have a Twitter. Uh, our Twitter is Joe's Here We Swear. It's the at Joe's Here We Swear. And our email, Joe's Here We Swear at gmail.com. Yeah. Pretty easy. So, so uh, yeah, tweet at us, ask for shout out. I'm a slut for shout outs. I'll do it. Awesome. I'll do it. I'll say it. He'll um, do it. Yeah. I'll and shout out to your mother. I'll give birthday shout outs. I don't give a book. Yeah. <laughs> so. just, just, we're just having fun. Come have fun with us. All right. Yeah. It's been a blast, guys. Thank you. My name is Ben. And I'm Jordan. And Joe's here. We swear. <laughs> <laughs>